Welcome to the Shout of the Devils podcast. I'm your host, Shane Reed, and today my guest joining me is Vito Namio. How are you doing today, Vito? How's it going, Shane? Very good. Thanks for asking. Pretty good, especially because today is actually my first Shout of the Devils podcast. So let me explain what you could expect to hear. This podcast is all about the New Jersey Devils. We'll be talking about their season, news, updates, and of course, give our viewpoints on the team. So if you want to hear all about the New Jersey Devils, you've come to the right place. So let's start off here by talking about the Devils' current situation. They sit at the second wild card position. Position, five points ahead of the Florida Panthers who have a game in hand on the Devils. The Devils are also one point behind the Blue Jackets and Flyers and play the Rangers tonight. So the Devils, Blue Jackets, and the Flyers have three games left in the season while the Panthers have four. So Vito, what do you think about the Devils' playoff push right now? And do you think they could stop worrying out the Panthers at this moment or will they be in the back of their minds when they're playing tonight? They say it's not in the back of their minds. Of course it is. It always is. We're humans. Uh, we worry about these things no matter who we are and what positions we're in. Um, right now, I don't think if I'm them, I'm looking ahead. I'm looking at just getting in and then playing with house money. They're not worried about Columbus or Philly. They're, they're up a few points. Um, they, they just need to worry about the Panthers, who haven't really slowed down over the past month. But the Devils have matched their play. The Devils are 8-2-1 in their last 11. They're, they're playing out of their mind, especially for the youth of the team. So they're in a really good spot, especially with where they are tonight. They just need to win tonight and Florida lose, or any combination of that over the next week. You know, all they need is one win with Florida losing one game, and then the, the Devils have clinched the playoff berth for the first time since 2012. The first time in six years. Devils fans would really love that. But, you know, nobody expected halfway through the season that Florida would be in this position. They had a huge turnaround. They only lost three games in February, which is absolutely crazy to think about. And going into March, they were still super hot. But right now, they're on a little bit of a slide here. They're two and three in their last five games and the Devils have just been fantastic over their last couple games like you said they're 4-0-1 in their last five and they went on a big six game road trip which a lot of people thought of it as like the death row they went up against teams like Nashville Pittsburgh Tampa and they actually got eight points out of 12 that road trip and you know a lot of people were writing the Devils off at that point but they proved themselves, and they're ready to try to make a playoff push here. And, you know, one person that has really contributed a lot to the Devils' success is obviously Taylor Hall. He's been absolutely phenomenal all year, especially at this last chunk of the season, and he really wants to make the playoffs for the first time in his career. What do you think about Hall's production this year and what he's meant to the team? Hall has been a different animal than anyone in the NHL has seen since he was drafted first overall. What was it, in 2010 he was first drafted? I, I, I think so. it was 2010. And I think a lot of it has to do with the dinner that Hall had with Ray Shiro before the preseason began during uh, training camp. Uh, the general manager, of course, Ray Shiro and Taylor Hall sat down to dinner just talking about future plans, what they expect out of Taylor Hall. And from game one, you really saw that it's it's just who he is. He's a different animal. He Night in and night out, he, he's putting up points. And it, it's just mesmerizing. He's got 28 more points on the second place point score on the team if that makes any sense and Nico Hishier no more than that it, I think uh, it's 38 I think I have it right here actually he has 38 more yeah, 38. points it, it's unbelievable every night you see him on the score sheet he's either got a goal or an assist you know he, he's averaging over 20 minutes a night on the ice and that 27 game point streak he's on another eight game point streak right now every night he, he's bringing it and making everyone on the ice better mm -hmm. that's with him yeah, and since, you know, we're talking about Taylor Hall, let's bring up the Hart Trophy for a moment. So I'm going to ask you two questions here. Who do you think deserves to win the Hart Trophy, and who do you think will actually end up getting it? Right now, there's about four players that are 
in the race for it. Taylor Hall being one of them, Connor McDavid, Evgeny Malkin, and Nathan McKinnon. And I, I think if you're asking me as a fan, obviously I want Taylor Hall to get it. What he's done with this team and carried the youth of this team, it, it's it's unbelievable and unparalleled. But then you look at Colorado, who had a franchise-worst season right. last year one of the worst seasons in nhl history it was brutal they, to watch. They, they had about 20 wins in an 80 game season and it, it was just awful like you said it was brutal and then mckinnon comes back with this season he, he's leading his team in points he does have a great line mate with him who's got over 80 so that's where you have to kind of put it into effect or or question mm-hmm. is he really the most valuable player on the team which is what the heart is Right. Because it's no question who the most valuable player on the Devils is throughout the oh, course no of the question. season at Taylor Hall. Second, you know, he hasn't been there all season as the most valuable, but it's Keith Kincaid, what he's done in this past month. But Hall, it, it's been an entire season of what he's been doing, and he, he hasn't slowed down. He missed a few games, but before that he was on fire. Afterwards, he was mm-hmm. on fire even more. He, he he had like 57 points in a 25-game span. Right. That's, that's not done every every season it's insane and that's what a lot of people put against taylor hall saying that he's very inconsistent you know before he came to new jersey but now he's really been showing his consistency and i have a couple of the other candidates here Connor mcdavid because he has 103 points but like we mentioned before the hard trophy is about the most valuable player to his team and for sure mcdavid will get the art ross there's there's no question he's been great all year but it's all about bringing your team to the next level and you know, Edmonton made the playoffs last year. They're missing it this year. McDavid's kind of been inconsistent this year, but he gets a lot of points in small areas of the season. Then he'll go on a stretch where he doesn't get any points. So he is very valuable to Edmonton. Obviously, he's one of the best players in the league, but he hasn't been able to bring his team to that next level. And I think that's what you really need to do here. When you're looking at the Hart Trophy, you have to see which teams are making the playoffs and which players are able to push their team to that level. A lot of people say Nikita Kucherov too. But when you have a superstar like Stamkos on your team, like you said, who's also very productive and Malkin has one of the best players in the world, Sidney Crosby on his team. So when you're looking at it, I I think, you know, there's Nathan McKinnon, Colorado was at the bottom of the league last year. He's brought them to the next level. If they stay in a playoff position, in my opinion, McKinnon should probably get the hard trophy he has 94 points right now in less games played than taylor hall he has in 71 games but hall really deserves it too but like you said he had miko rantanen on his line who also has 82 points who is closer to mckinnon and hall has that huge gap with nico hishier of 38 points so yeah um it's two different stories not to interrupt you but hall's playing with two 19 year olds on his line one the first overall pick one a, a former sixth round pick you know, and if it wasn't Brett, the the former sixth round pick, who's also 19 years old, it's been the injured Kyle Palmieri on this line. So, like you said, uh, you know, I couldn't agree more. It's really going to be be down to who makes the playoffs, and if both teams make the playoffs, it, it's a coin flip at that point right. because both teams were at the bottom last year. They had a, a great off season, and they have two leaders on their teams in Hall and McKinnon that both put the teams on their backs and really stepped it up to levels that nobody thought they were capable of doing. Mm -hmm. And like you mentioned before, another player that's just been phenomenal for the Devils is Keith Kincaid. Nobody would have expected this at the beginning of the season. Uh, If we're talking about a huge impact player, that is Kincaid. Right now he's 24-10-3 on the season with a 9-11 save percentage and a 2.84 goals against average. And, you know, what I really want to talk about is what's going on with Schneider, you know. He got injured halfway through the season 
and now he's on an 11 game losing streak and 11 of his last performances he hasn't won a game um the devils traded for him in 2013 hoping he'd become that next huge goalie of course he can't overshadow martin brodor he's literally the best goalie in nhl history so we can't put that much on his shoulders but everybody was really expecting schneider to go to that next level uh, what do you think's happening with schneider and what, what do you see in his future so Schneider got hurt last year at the end of the season too, which I really think is affecting his season this year. He had that knee injury. He missed a lot of time at the end of the season. Didn't matter. They weren't a playoff team. They were looking to drop as many games as they could, even though, you know, ownership and management says no team purposely tanks. But that's what they were doing. They shut him down. They had a lot of the young guys that were unproven in the lineup and Schneider coming into this season, he just didn't seem to have the it factor. Because his first two full seasons here in New Jersey, he was up for Vesna, he had Vesna numbers and was up for the Vesna in the second year, and he, he was winning games that he shouldn't have been winning and really hurt the Devils' rebuild, if you look back into mm-hmm. it, because without him, they would have had either Connor McDavid or Austin Matthews in those two years, but it, it just looked from square one that he wasn't himself, he wasn't taking over games and winning games that they shouldn't have won, and then the groin injury, which is the worst injury for a goaltender because the groin is a body part that never fully recovers and it it just looks like he isn't himself and it's getting to his head and he's letting small goals that shouldn't go in you know in and it could be because of the injury and I think it is and he's really fortunate to have a backup in Keith Kincaid that was able to take over and really put the team on his back just like Hall has and Kincaid doesn't have the greatest numbers in the world over these Mm -hmm. last two months, but he's getting the job done, and that's all he's needed to do to keep the Devils where they are and to make them excel. Yeah, it's been a tough season for Schneider. His career save percentage is .920, and this year it's been .909, which is a real big drop for Schneider. He's 17, 15, and 6 on the season. A lot of it has to do with the injury and some of it with his confidence. He hasn't won a game in 11 performances, so it's just been tough. But in your opinion, if Kincaid has a bad game or a couple bad games in the playoffs, do they turn to Schneider to hope to win a couple? I think Kincaid's got a two-game leash right now. Uh, He has let in three or more goals in three of his last, I think, five starts. So it's not like he's shutting teams out every night. But like I said, he's giving the team the confidence that their defenders can move up and pinch and make some plays in the offensive zone. And he can stop the breakaways. Gets Carolina, he stopped two breakaways in a row. One that squeaked through the legs and he he paddled it away right before it went in. So he's playing with a lot of confidence. And I, I think management and... The coaching staff understands that. So taking him out after one bad performance would do nothing to benefit the team. So he's going to have a two-game leash. If there's two games in a row where they lose 4-2 to two and it's because he let in two soft goals each game, then I think there's a shot that we see Schneider back. The issue with that is unless the Devils clinch tonight, we're not seeing Schneider again this season. No. And unless if they do... I think we see Schneider either Thursday or Saturday night just to get the extra reps in because obviously he desperately needs them. He hasn't won a game since December 27th. So he's going to have that two-game leash if Schneider does come in, it could get ugly because he doesn't have the confidence or reps right now. Right. And if Schneider does come in, though, in, in like the last two games, if they clinch the playoffs tonight, if they beat the Rangers and Florida also has to lose tonight, then... If he, he comes in and has a phenomenal performance, gets like two shutouts, do you think they turn to Schneider or still Kincaid? I don't think so. Uh, I, I've been a big Schneider fan since he got here. I, I think it was a great move. I think he's been a top five goaltender since he got here, minus this season, of course. But 
it, it right now it's Keith Kincaid's net and it's his to lose. So Schneider comes in, he's the backup goalie right now. If he wins a couple games, that's what he's supposed to do. But other than that, it, it's Keith Kincaid's net right now and he's not going anywhere. Well, unfortunately, that's all we have time for for this episode. Thank you all for listening to the Shout Out the Devils podcast. I've been your host, Shane Reed. Thank you so much to my guest, Vito, for joining me. If you'd like to hear more Devils podcasts, you can go to my SoundCloud page and download a new episode for each week. Thank you all for listening, and have a nice day.